It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is pay- Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. is making you lonely you can always go downtown when you've got worries all the noise and the hurry seems to help i know downtown just listen to the music of the traffic in the city linger on the sidewalk where the neon signs are pretty how can you lose the light so much brighter there You can't forget all your troubles, forget all your cares, so go downtown. Things will be great when you're downtown. No final place for sure, downtown. 
your problems surround you. There are movie shows downtown. Maybe you know some little places to go to where they never close downtown. Just listen to the rhythm of a gentle bossa nova. You'll be dancing with them too before the night is over. Happy again. The lights so much brighter there. You can't forget all your troubles. Forget all your cares. So go down. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I am calling you live from Okima Lodge. Okima Mountain is in Vermont here, and um, it's always a lot of fun when you're doing your shows on the road, but today's guest is super extra special, so there was no way we were going to reschedule today's show. So let me just tell you who our guest is today. We usually start with the business tip of the week, and I guess what we can say as the business tip of the week is always have a backup plan, such as um, just it, let's just leave it at that. I'm a little flustered this morning, but um, with that, we're going to let me tell you a little bit about Sandra Beck. Sandra Beck is the president of Motherhood Incorporated. She's an author, coach, speaker, radio host, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. Sandra Beck is as successful as she is busy. The single mother of two young boys has created a virtual empire of successful companies entirely staffed 
managed and implemented using a host of virtual assistants and online resources. She is also the author of a wildly successful blog, which is motherhoodvoice.com. So with that, let's welcome Sandra to paying it forward. Good morning, Sandra. Hey, Josephine, you embody everything an entrepreneur is by getting yourself on the air at a ski resort when you're away with your kids. That's just a triple A plus for effort. Well, thank you so much, Sandra. It's so funny. I was so frazzled because my kids, I set them up all for ski lessons at 10 o'clock and my daughter was having a panic attack and I kept looking at the time and I was like, wait, I'm going live in eight minutes. I was like, I have to go. I have to go. But um, I know that today is going to be an incredible show and I just didn't want to miss it with you. So I thank you so much for taking the time to be on our show today. So, Sandra, tell us a little bit about your background. You know, I did read a little bit about your bio. I mean, what I didn't mention is that you attended Northwestern University. You you earned both your bachelor's degree in journalism and your master's degree in advertising. I mean, you just have a slew of credentials. But what I usually ask my um, guest, Sandra, is to first give us a little more background as to how you got to where you are today. Well, Josephine, I like to say that I have failed forward. Um, you know, from the very beginning, I grew up in a in a small farming community, and I, I just kept trying things uh, to see if they would work. And you know, I never thought I'd get into Northwestern. You know, it was so expensive, and it was in Chicago. You know, five hundred miles away, and it was just this pipe dream. And I took a shot, and I got in, and then I got there, and you know, I had to work in a dish room, and I that was the only job I could get. I worked in a dish room and a, as a lifeguard. Um, and I just kept trying. And if it didn't work out, you know, I would just try something else. And, you know, as a result, I had like eight careers uh, before I got to where I was. I taught at USC. I was the director of the Breast Institute. I worked for Disney. I worked for CBS. I worked for Marriott. I cooked for a while. I was a nanny. I wouldn't say that my journey <laughs> here was... Oh, that's um, hysterical, Sandra. Pretty. I never knew that about you. <laughs> Yeah, it took me a long time to figure out what I wanted to do. And, you know, it's funny, Josephine, is I, I still haven't figured it out. Well, I think every day is um, an adventure is how I look at it, Sandra. And, you know, it's so funny. Even when I started my business, you know, my Glovey's business, what we envision our business to be like somehow some way we always come to a crossroads and the business turns out to be different from what we had originally envisioned so it's always a challenge i think especially with people like you and me that we're i'll, I'll brag a little here we're talented at so many different things a lot of times we try to figure out gosh how are we really going to focus our energy and our time on our business when all we really want to do is become writers and get on that New York Times bestseller. So we're juggling so many balls. And the fact that you're a philanthropist, I, you know, had raised so much money back then for a great worthy cause. And it's so rewarding to be able to pay it forward and to give back to society. So we're very much like kindred spirits, Sandra. (laughs) We are very much so. It's so funny. So let's see, how much time do we have left? We, we're already almost up on um We're already ready to break. go to commercial. 
Yeah, are we ready now, Sandra? We are. We are. Okay, well, when we come back, I can't wait to hear more about all of your accomplishments. And our topic of today's show is you're going to teach lots of people out there, entrepreneurs who are just starting out maybe or who have been working as business owners to help them learn how to create systems just to make our lives easier. So I can't wait for that to happen. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I need that as much as I need to talk about it. Okay, here we go. Everyone, hang in there, and we will be back shortly. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Finally, a show that supports women who are in the midst of a transition in midlife. The show is Second Wind. Here's what certified coach, author, and host of Second Wind, Joyce Buford, wants you to know. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. We all need cheerleaders, someone who's on our side. Second Wind is that program to help women connect with other women, hear other women's stories. In a stressful world. Find power in those stories. Learn to discover your passions and joys again. Create the life you want to live to the fullest. Join us for Second Wind with Joyce Buford, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Central, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, Check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. We have Sandra Beck as our guest today. So, Sandra, I can't wait for all of the great advice that you have for the listeners today. So, what is your number one tip that you can give a business owner who perhaps works from home, who is really trying to get to the point where they're creating systems for their business in order to become as effective as they possibly can be? 
Well, you know, Josephine, it's funny that you say that with noise in the background, because right now you're exactly what every entrepreneur is doing. You're juggling. You're juggling kids. You're juggling work. You're juggling family. You're juggling travel. You know, for you to be doing a show in the lobby of a hotel is is just really typical of, you know, uh, most entrepreneurs. And the biggest thing that we have is is staying focused um, within our environment, wherever we may be, because we don't work a nine to five job. Let's be real. Most of us work 50, 60, 70 hours a week, but we cram them in in the middle of the night, early in the morning. Um, I could be doing. Well, Sandra, can I just say one thing? You're so right about that. But what makes me laugh is so often when you hear people say, oh, you know what? I no longer want to work nine to five. I'm going to start my own business. And they think in their head (laughs) that they're going to work less hours from home when in actuality, Sandra, do we ever shut off? No, no, absolutely not. We never do. It's always ticking around in the back of my head. Yeah, we're working so many more hours. So, And you're so right about staying focused. I think that's the hardest thing, especially when somebody is a solopreneur, because they're juggling so many balls and trying to do so much at the same time. Sure. A lot of us have elder care issues. We're caring for parents. We have child care issues. We're caring for kids. We can have a sick dog. You know, pile all that on top of the mortgage, everything that has to be paid. There's a lot of there's a lot of competition for your attention. Um, and so there's a couple tricks that I use to keep myself on track. Okay. So I would love to hear those tricks. Tell us, Sandra. Yeah, well, one of the things I do is I, I have what I call this work bag. And my my work bag is this little tote bag, and it's all the stuff that I want to get to, but it's 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 important, but it's not a huge priority. It's, it's stuff that needs to get done. So when I go out the door, I grab my work bag with me. And that little work bag can fill time when I'm sitting in the parking lot waiting for my kids after soccer. It's when I'm at the doctor's appointment with my dad and I'm sitting there. I can go through my work bag, and there's stuff that I can knock off. Off, that's important to my business or important to me, but it's not essential. It's not my priority and it doesn't have to be done at my desk. It can be done anywhere. And I just shove stuff in there during the week and I forget about it. And then when I go, if I'm, if I'm the one driving, I can't do it. But if somebody else is driving, I can go through and, and knock some of the stuff off and use some of that dead time to be really productive so I can free up my, what I call my money hours, my hours that I use to make money to be my priority work. Well, this is great. And I have to tell you what's so funny, Sandra, because you actually gave me this tip a couple of weeks ago when we had spoken. And here I am sitting in the lobby of this hotel, and I have my bag full of my planner, my daily planner, my writing that I need to get done, any phone calls I need to make. It's all sitting right here in my one little bag. And you're so right. It was so easy this morning to just grab that bag and go. And I knew all of my stuff was in there. So I think you're so right. That's a great, great idea. So have all your stuff in the work bag. Yeah, and even if you don't get to it, you at least make a conscious choice not to do it. Like there's some times when I'm tired or I'm busy or I need to cheer for my kid's soccer team and he needs to see me looking at him, not, you know, at my phone. But I can make that conscious choice because it's with me. I'm not sitting there twiddling my thumbs going rats. Now I'm just killing an hour when I could be doing something else. Yeah, this is great. So, Sandra, I know you have some great advices about the daily planner. Do you have a a special planner that – is really your favorite? 
I do. I do. I like anything that I like to look at. And I know that sounds really cornball, but I get all excited every year and I look through Amazon and I go to Staples and I go to Target and I go to all these different places to find a planner that speaks to me that year. I used to be a Franklin Covey girl, you know, day in and day out, year after year. But I found that things changed as my life changes. And that's a really important thing to keep being flexible. And there are times in my life where I don't want to open a planner. I want to put things on scraps of paper and then I got to ratchet it back and sit down and focus and put everything back into my planner. Um, but I think the key to choosing a planner is seeing all the options that are out there and seeing what speaks to you because there's at a glance, there's, you know, the day planner and the day runner and there's the Franklin Covey. And, you know, I just happened to find these cute little bound books on Amazon and they spoke to me, the cover spoke to me and I went with my gut and I'm really, really happy with splitting my planners up into my personal life, my family life, and my work life. That can drive some people crazy to have three planners, but for me it works. And the key is to keep trying till you find something that works. Yeah, see, I think the key here is exactly what you said, Sandra, is to be flexible and, you know what, to give it a try. I remember when I was talking to you, you were like, just try it. If it doesn't work, it's not the end of the world, so you just try another system. I tried the three planner system the way that you do it, Sandra. I got to tell you, I and it's funny. I used to use the Franklin planner years ago, also, and I swore by that system. But the fact that we are juggling so much, the planner, I agree with you. It just wasn't working for me anymore. So what now works for me is I do have. I just went to Staples and got something very inexpensive, but the layout seemed to work. I personally need to know that all my stuff is in one place because I'm just afraid uh, that I might leave the one planner home that I really need. That's just me. But I think whatever works for each individual is great. Well, and you're a multi multitasker, and, and you're the one thing that's different between you and I that I found in my conversations, you can juggle a lot at once. Now, for me, I'm a very linear person. I need to think about my personal life. Then I can move to my kid's life, and then I can move to my work life. You can throw all those balls in the air. I can't, so I need to literally take a, a physical manifestation of each part of my life and open it and think. Otherwise, I get confused and I get nothing done. But the key is knowing what you need. Yeah. What works for each of us. I, I think you're so right. So we got the work plan, the work bag down. We got the day, the day planner down. What other tips do you think um, entrepreneurs can do to make their, their days more efficient? Well, I think that there's there's two real key things that I really live by, um, especially when there's so many decisions to be made. One of the big things that I like to think about is that there's really only three options in every decision. And you can put these on a Post-it, and sometimes I put them up in my office on a Post-it because they help me remember things. There's really only three options. You can remove it, you can change it, or you can accept it. So if you can't like remove yourself or remove the situation and you can't change 
change it, then you have to work on accepting it. And it's funny when you come into roadblocks with your company, you know, maybe you have an employee that isn't functioning properly um, and not not doing what you need them to be done and is a source of frustration. Um, you just go to your three keys. What do I do? Do I remove it? Do I change it? Or do I accept it? Well, in small business, you can't accept it. So you have a choice. You can remove it or change it. Will you train that person? Yes or no? Is it worth it? I don't know. That's up to you to decide. Or you remove that person from the job and put somebody else in there. That can work with an advertising campaign. That can work with with a a, a client that is is draining you. You know, the, the opportunity cost of dealing with this client versus getting new business that fulfills you, you know, can't be can't be denied. So if you just always go back to your three options when you have a decision to make, go, do I remove it? Do I change it? Do I accept it? That can save you so much time running around the hedge trying to figure out what to do. Well, I love the idea about that because a lot of times I learned, it took me quite a while to learn this, Sandra, but to take the emotion out when you're making business decisions. Because so often, you know, I am all, I'm a people person that I always feel sorry for other people. And what happened was, in the beginning of my business, I felt sorry for somebody. It was, you know, a young girl. She was trying to find her way in everything, and she really was not good at what I needed her to do. She, you know, I won't even, we had a very, a, disaster with a mailing that cost my business a lot of money. But rather than address the issue and really say things were not working out, I continued to feel sorry for her. And all of a sudden I said, I can't do this anymore. I have to put my business hat on. I have to take um, the emotion out of it. And like you said, just follow those three steps that you had just mentioned and um, you'll get to your answer much quicker, I think. Well, and you can move your emotion. Like, that's my recommendation for my clients is move your emotion. You don't have to stop feeling sorry for people. You don't have to stop helping people. But move that to your philanthropic arm. Move that to the charity side of your business. Keep your business solid focus. Take the emotion out of it. But move it over to a charity where you want to make a difference and help. Because as entrepreneurs, that's a big part of what we do. We want to help people. We want to make changes. That's why we start our own business in the first place. Because we think we can do it better. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about coming up with um, a solution to a problem. And I think as women, we want to try to employ as many people as we can to to help society. And um, I'm sure a lot of men are out there wanting to do the same thing, but we've got that burning desire inside to try to help everyone succeed. And I think you're so much like that, Sandra. Oh, yeah, I've held on to so many employees that are, I'm just going to say it, that are dogs and drain my business because I couldn't, I couldn't get it through my head that helping them was not helping me and ultimately not helping the company in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can't believe we're halfway through our show already. When we come back, Sandra, I can't wait to hear more about um, how you can help us run our business more efficiently. I also, you know, when we come back, I want to know more about Motherhood Incorporated. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about your blog so we can get some of our listeners to go and check out your blog. And I have to tell you, I'm blown away by your five business tips that you had sent earlier. So we'll wrap up our show with the great five business tips that you have. So... I think we're getting ready for a break. What do you think, Sandra? 
I think so. And I just, this is so much fun. I think that we can make a big difference together. Yeah. I'm so happy that you're on my show, Sandra, because having a fellow, having a fellow host on the show, I knew was going to be so much easier than having a guest that wouldn't know what to do if the chaos had had struck, right? Yeah, I'm just going to say yes from now on. No answer, just yes. So it's so funny. So one of my neighbors just passed by. Her son goes to my school. (laughs) And it's really funny because um, you never know who you're going to run into. But anyway, with that, everyone, we will be right back with Josephine Jirasi. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Goals, objectives, business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real-world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. You will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Sandra Beck, who is the president of Motherhood Incorporated. So, Sandra, um, you have a phrase that you use so often, which is working from the body out. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You know, Josephine, it's something that I've been doing intuitively, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs do it intuitively, but it didn't hit me till like 10 years ago when I was listening to this nutritionist speak, and she was talking about working from the body out, and I thought, you know what, that's what I do, that's that's what, that's the word given to making decisions from your gut, and and creating from your gut, which is, it's kind of a twofold thing, Josephine, you 
you, when you feel unsettled and you feel uneasy and you feel nervous, you know, you need to acknowledge those feelings to go, is this just something new? Is this something I need to change? Is this something I need to, you know, remove myself from the situation or is this an opportunity for growth? And it could be internal growth in, Ooh, I'm uncomfortable with this. I need to learn more about it before I open my big mouth, which happens to me a lot. Or right. can, <laughs> for all know, of or, us, Sandra. For all of us. Um, you know, or it can be, wow. But I you know what? It's so funny. As I get older, I, I really try to follow my gut and follow my intuition. And you know what, Sandra? When I was much younger, I always, like, words would come out of my mouth and I'd say to myself, oh, why did I just do that? Or if I had a major decision to make, I don't know why. I always felt that my decision had to be made in 15 minutes or that day. And all of a sudden, I just decided, you know what, if I have a major big decision to make, I'm going to sleep on it. And I always feel so much better with my decision. You know, if I just turn to somebody and say, you know what, I don't know the answer to that right now. Let me get back to you tomorrow. And it really gives me the opportunity to mull it over, to put it down on paper, to say the pros and cons, and then make the decision. So I think that was a great, great point. It is, Josephine, and I think, you know, we think as entrepreneurs we're supposed to know everything. You know, when you break down an entrepreneur, it's like an entrepreneur has to know a little bit about marketing, a little bit about advertising, a little bit about counting, a little bit about business management, a little about, you know, business strategy, brand building. You know, the list is endless. So for us to expect that we can make a decision on these things that people get entire, you know, four- or six-year degrees in and study them to be effective, it's a lot of pressure. And so because being an entrepreneur can be so stressful, I like to tell people to work from the, the body out. So if you're, if you're struggling in making a decision, do your body check. Like, you know, is my jaw clenched? Is my back tight? Is my, you know, my breathing heavily or short? You know, look at your body and your body will tell you what to do. So if you have any of those conditions, go for a walk, sleep on it. You don't need to make that decision because the better we get at reading our bodies, the better we can slow down and think, you know, when you talk about sleeping on it, or I usually will go for a walk. I like to go for a thinking meditation and I mull it over in my head while I walk. And those signs that our body gives us tell us to slow down to make that decision, or they give us valuable information that really isn't taught in business school. I got my, my degree from Northwestern. It was one of the number one programs in the country at the time, but you know what? Nobody ever said, do your gut check. Wow. That's amazing. And I have to tell you, I I really, I think we all within ourselves, with our guts, I, I think our decisions that are made from the gut are usually the right decisions. You know, if you feel uneasy about something, you're feeling uneasy for a reason. And at least for myself, whenever I feel uneasy about something, something always happens. Something crashes and burns, you know, Sandra. Absolutely, because we we have a head and heart disconnect in business with a lot of respects. And the entrepreneurs that I see that are really successful, you know, the ones that I see are the risk takers. And when you sit down and talk to some of these risk takers that have created, you know, I've talked to people who've created Earthlink, you know, who've, you know, been multi-millionaire movie producers or my friend who did Sharknado, you know, they always say, well, I just knew it was right. And they can't give you, you know, the analytics. They can't give you the the. 
reports and the checklist and the all these things. They just knew in their heart it was the right thing to do. So I'm here to legitimize that heart body connection to say, you know what, that's valuable pieces of information that can't be denied. Wow. And that's so powerful. I think that that's so, so important. So, okay, Sandra, um, what else do we want to talk about here? I want about to talk running about running our businesses. I want Can to talk we about talk about mistakes. just a oh. <laughs> tiny little bit about the, the importance of a virtual assistant or if one doesn't have a virtual assistant, you know, perhaps they really do need, at what point does somebody really decide that they need a secretary or an assistant to help them run their business? I think the minute you have extra money in your business, even if it's 50 bucks, you need to hire somebody to do some of the things that you can't do. There's a thing called money hours and money hours are the hours that we have in the workday to make money. So if I'm sitting down and typing letters to clients or I'm typing into a database or I'm organizing or cleaning my office, those are my money hours. Those are hours I could be generating income. So when I look at at the end of my month and I see how much money I have left over, I turn around and I leverage my money hours. I turn around and say, okay, I can hire. And there are so many people out there looking for work. So the idea that you can't find somebody good is, is, is really your decision-making process. You got to get rid of those who aren't good and bring people in who are good. I use yeah. a lot of these 20 something guys and gals who can't find a job. They're willing to work for 10, 15, $25 an hour, depending on what I need them to do. But I can bring in someone to work for in my office for $10 an hour. Now, granted on a Sunday night, I have to sit down and write out everything I need done. Or I go into that bag, you know, that I carry to see what can I, yeah, that's it. great. Uh-huh. I hand it over to Michael or Aaron or Rick, whoever's coming in, I give it to them. And for that $50 that I spend, I'd rather spend that on labor, getting some of this stuff off my plate than going out to dinner or getting a cup of coffee at Starbucks every morning. Cause that's, you know, turns out to be 50 bucks by the end of the week, leverage that time so that you can be freed up. I can be freed up then to be making sales calls where I am the one who can sell my product the best. I can get on the phone and make deals that bring in more revenue. Well, if I sat down and did that crap in my bag, that's not going to make me any money. It'll relieve me of some stress. But my job yeah. as the entrepreneur is to lead my company. I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned, Sandra, and it, it is repeated over and over by successful entrepreneurs on my show, is that it's so important to work on your business no, to work, yeah, to work on your business and not in your business. So in your business is exactly what you're saying is try to hire the virtual assistants. Try to hire anybody that can do the stuff, really the stuff that you hate. Sandra, that is like the biggest thing, I think, is to get everything off your plate that you really don't like doing and find somebody out there who's better at it than you are. Right. There's a criteria that I use. If you don't want to do it, if it's not getting done, if you're not good at it, then hire somebody to do it. Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect because um, tell us about systems, Sandra. It seems to me that every time I talk to you, you have a system to make yourself as efficient and as successful as you are. 
You know, I have to have a system because at my true nature, I am somebody who would want to watch romance movies on the couch eating popcorn during the day. You're so funny. (laughs) So if I didn't have systems in place to organize me, I would be running all over the map. I mean, I'm the first one to, you know, chase the bright, shiny object, um, you know, going down the street like a dog, you know, does a hubcap. And so knowing that about myself, knowing that I'm not an innately structured, organized person, I have worked really hard to create systems that I can work with. And my systems include some flexibility here and there. But um, by and large, I know if I don't sit down on Sunday night and plan out my week, I will not get the stuff done and the, the, the cards start tumbling down. I know that if I don't log my workouts, and I know this sounds stupid, but if I don't log my workouts in my planner, my personal planner, my workouts won't get done. If I don't put my grocery shopping down or the laundry that needs to be done, you know, I leverage and I have somebody that comes in once a month and does the heavy cleaning for me because I would rather pay, you know, $75 to do that than really do anything else. (laughs) Oh, you're so funny. But you know what? It's so key. Like you said, once you schedule it in your planner, what I like about that is, when you're working out, you're working out. You don't feel like you're supposed to be doing something else because whatever else you think you should be doing, it's already scheduled time on another day or time, which is a good thing for an entrepreneur because it's so hard, Sandra, to constantly feel like you should be working. Well, There's got to be you... a secret to it, and I think that's where the planner comes in. Yeah, and schedule your personal time. Like, I give myself four hours during the work week, and that's no clients, no kids, no anything. I can get a massage. I can go buy shoes. I can take a nap. I can take a bath. I can't tell you how many times I've taken a bath, washed my hair, and read a goofball novel because that's what I need to do to feel sane. Yeah, that's great. You know, I my biggest problem is I don't think I schedule enough fun time. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here at the resort. Um, Sandra, I'm just not good. I'm a true workaholic, and I've got to change that about myself. I really do. Well, and I've got some good tips when we come back after the break um, that really talk about uh, helping the entrepreneur because you're right. You do end up, it's a catch-22. You feel like you're working all the time when you split up your hours, you know, all over the map. And then you get frustrated because you feel like you don't have any fun time. And it's just this vicious cycle. So I've got some great tips uh, when we come back after the break to talk about how do you build in that fun time and not feel guilty about it because you're you know, enjoying yourself and you're not working. I have to tell you, Sandra, because I see you all the time on Facebook, I think you do a great job at balancing work and family because you really, really seem to enjoy your two boys, your dad's with you. It's You are juggling so much, but you manage to pull it all together and really live a full life. I mean, I want to live a full life. I don't want to live a stressful life. Great. I'm going to help you when we come back with the break with that. Yeah, I can't wait. So, um, okay, there's no break yet, Sandra. Yeah. But we have a lot to do when we come back. We do. We so we're do. going to talk about tips for how to build some fun. We're going to talk about your five business tips, and we're going to give you the opportunity real quick. And here we go on break. We're going to give you an opportunity to talk to us a little bit more about some of your great websites. All right, everybody. We'll be back with Sandra Beck. 
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu, Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown, and after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. We have Sandra Beck with us today. So, Sandra, let's start real quick with the tips for how to build some fun into your life when you're an entrepreneur. Okay, so the best way to build into your life, and we're talking about overall life satisfaction when we do this, and the key point here is these small little habits lead big results. So I just want you to, you know, that's another post-it stick on your wall, small habits, you know, generate big results. What I did, and this is a, a combination of Franklin Covey when I went, I went for a one-week seminar with them in like the 80s, and, and I yeah. morphed it. We probably went to the same one, Sandra. That's probably, so funny. Probably. Uh, but what so go I ahead. morphed it into was a really simple exercise, and anybody can do this with a piece of paper and a pen. All I want you to do is to, to take a blank piece of paper and make, you know, seven columns, and then and you can print it out if you want on the computer, and then make 24 lines. So you have a grid with seven columns and 24 spaces. And when you do that, you see exactly how many hours you have in your week. And 
I call it my 24 seven, uh, planner, because when you talked about work and family balance, you never really balance it. But if you do a little bit in each area, as Franklin Covey teaches, you know, with your, your key principles or your key, key areas of focus, you can actually increase your overall level of satisfaction. So you've got your little planner here that has the 24 uh, boxes a day, seven days a week. And then I go and I sit down and I write the hours. I start mine at 6 a.m. and I go down the, the, the left sidebar and I write 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 a.m. You know, and so you make this kind of 24-7 matrix. Then I go through and I X out the boxes that I sleep. I X out the boxes that are, um, like, I know that, you know, from, from eight to nine in the morning, every morning, I am getting my kids ready for school. I'm driving them to school. That's a non-negotiable. I'm not willing to leverage that as a working mom. I'm not willing to give that up. So I X out those boxes. Well, once you X out your sleep, you know, your feeding time for your family and yourself, and you X out your obligation, your hours of obligation, um, you get your hours that are left. And those hours are what I have in the week to allocate to what I need to get done. And I use different color pens and I put, you know, okay, when I X out in pink, those are my motherhood incorporated hours for my company. Then I put four X's out in these boxes and I X out the four hours a week I'm going to work on my book. Then I X out the four hours a week that are mine to use what I want. I can, like I said, take a bath. I can read a book. I can go get my hair cut. I can do whatever I need to do during those four hours in the week. And then when well, that's great. over, I allocate to what needs to be done. And the other thing, Josephine, and then I'll shut up because I know I'm monopolizing as a, I'm being the no, worst guest ever. No, I think you're doing great. <laughs> um, I make it, I take five different color pencils or pens and I have one color for my kids, one color for my extended family, one color for my writing, one color for my company. And then I have another co- color for myself. And then I have one color for my radio. Those are the key things that I need to attend to every week in my life or I feel unsatisfied. If I don't spend time with my kids, if I don't spend time with my my big family, if I don't spend time writing, if I don't spend time on my company, if I don't spend time on myself, and I don't spend time on my radio stuff, whether it's performing or producing or directing, whatever it is, if I don't satisfy those key criteria, I feel miserable. So I invite everybody out there to find those five or six key things that you know you need to do every week and then figure out where you're going to fit them in your planner. And if you can't fit them in, then you know you need to make some changes. If you can't find time to work out, you have to double something up. Maybe, and I've had to do this, Josephine, many weeks where I get my reading time and my personal time in the week. Um, All has to come in at once. So I'm reading in the bathtub. I'm reading on the treadmill. There's some doubling up that has to be done sometimes just by the nature of, of life. But you need to attend to those things because if you don't, you start that downward slide, which is, I hate my life. All I do is work. I don't have enough money. And when you go down that negative slide, it's really, really hard to pull back and it's really hard to be productive. Oh, this is so good, Sandra. I love everything that you're saying. My question to you is how long did it take you to really make this work? Like a lot of times we have great intentions, but sometimes it just doesn't work. Did it take long to adapt the system? It really didn't because what I did, Josephine, is I, you know, I took that my 24-7 planner and then I... 
I printed out 52 copies and then I went to Kinko's and I bound it and I wrote Sunday night on it. And so I put it by my bedside and every Sunday night I pull out this silly little, you know, chart planner and I take my pens and I mark out okay, what am I going to do this week? And what I found was even if like, like in the beginning, I didn't have four hours to give to myself, to be honest, I had like a half an hour a day. So I had to make a choice. What was I going to do with this half hour? Well, all right, I'm going to take my iPod and I'm going to go on the treadmill and I'm going to walk because that's what's going to give me the most satisfaction. Well, what I found Josephine, and this is where our small habits bring big results is three years later, my half hour is four hours. Well, how is that possible? I have kids. I got divorced. I have, you know, a company to run. I have two more radio shows than I had in the past. How am I getting more done when I have the same amount of time, but I have more free time? Well, that's because I'm spending the time on the things that give me the greatest results. And greatest results can mean life satisfaction or money. And when you got both, you can leverage a lot more. That's amazing because I'm sure with the system that you have, I love this 24-7 system. I'm going to try it myself, Sandra, but I'm sure you, you've just become so much more efficient with everything that you're doing. And it's, it's kind of funny because you probably set the precedence for your family and friends that everybody now sees that this is what you do at certain times of the day or the week, and it's respected and People probably, I'm talking about your boys, probably say, well, they probably understand, yeah, mommy's working now, but we know that playtime is from 5 to 7 or whatever. It probably helps the kids as well because I know my kids, especially my daughter who's 7 years old, she gets so nervous that I'm always on my computer. She's like, mommy, do you have to be on your computer so much? And I can't tell you, Sandra, that's the guilt the mommy guilt of me doing so many things because I get so much enjoyment out of it. I feel so bad taking that time away from my kids. See, now I'm going to invite you to make it joint time because I have the same problem. I'm a single mom. I got two kids. They're elementary school age and they hate the computer and they hate the phone until I brought them into the fold. And I actually did a 24-7 with both of my kids. And I showed them that when they're in school and then they have soccer practice and they have, you know, these obligations, you know, they got karate, how much time they really have when they have to go to bed at 8.30. So we're going to figure out how to make the time that you have that's your time count. And I bring them in my office and we work together. They can be reading, they can be drawing, they can be coloring. Sometimes my kids play a board game on the floor in my office, but we are all together when we're working and they know to be quiet when mommy's on the phone. Cause I've done plenty of radio shows with my kids in my office and they're here and they're learning very young, how little time we all really have. And that's right. a lesson that we can grow up with and be really effective as adults knowing, because when you look at that, Josephine, you see how much time you really have. It's not a whole I lot know. to get the things done. I know it's scary to me, and I think just probably in the past year is when I've realized, or you know what, I had a guest on my show, um, Jeff Leventhal. I'll never forget him saying it was like a turning point in my life. I, I just st- stood on the other end of the, the radio you know, show on the phone, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he just said that. He said, time is a commodity that once it's gone, you'll never get back. 
And right. it's just, it's a scary thought that we really only have 24 hours of the day and you really have to make the most of it. And I love the fact that you're right. Sit down and figure out what it is that's really making you happy. Well, it helps and you spend say your no. time doing. You know, like I can look at this planner and when people say, Sandra, can you, will you help? Will you volunteer? Will you make this for the school? I can look at that and go, okay, what's the cost? Because if I'm going to volunteer for this, I've lost my time with my kids. I've lost my time with myself. I've lost my time, you know, my writing time, you know, so when you are struggling on how to organize your life, saying no becomes automatic because you open up your schedule, you look at it and go, nope, I'm sorry, I can't. And there's no guilt. (laughs) There's no anything. Yeah, I think this is great. So Sandra, we're coming up. I can't believe we only have three minutes left to our show, but we have um, five great um, business tips. So we'll go through these pretty quickly. Number one is what can I do today to get me to where I want to be? Do you want to say a quick something about that? Absolutely. Everybody gets lost in what's going to happen in the future. How am I going to get this done? What if, what if? Nope. Sit down and go, okay, what can I do today? That's it. Just what can I do today and shut off all future thought. Great. Tip number two, small little habits bring big results. Just think about that half hour, how that half an hour a year later or three years later turned into four hours. So you can take something small, and if you do it a little bit every day, by the end of the year, you've done it 365 times. Great. Tip number three, we can't change the past, only improve on the future. Um, When we talked about all the careers I've had, and if I look back and think of them all as failures, uh, I'm not going to get up at all during the day. But if I go, you know what, can't change the past, only improve the future, you stay where you need to be focused, which is not on your failures and your mistakes, but what you can do today to get you where you want to be. Great. Tip number four, work from the body out. That was great. I love that. Yep. Trust your gut. You know, do your feelings check before you make your decision. And tip number five, remember there are only three options. Remove it, change it, or accept it. Yep. When you, there's so many decisions entrepreneurs need to make every day. We can get bogged down in the minutia. Just go, okay, what do I do first? Do I remove it, change it, or accept it? And then once you do that, you can form your action plan. Wonderful. Well, Sandra, can you tell my guests real quick how they can get in touch with you? The easiest is just go to my name site is sandrabeck.com, just like it sounds, S-A-N-D-R-A-B-E-C-K.com. Wonderful. And I have to tell you, Sandra does great, uh, a great job as a coach. So if anybody needs a coach, feel free to call Sandra, get in touch with her. And Sandra, I want to thank you so much for being a part of Paying It Forward. And I do hope you'll come back as an incredible guest. What a very, very helpful show today has been, Sandra. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. My pleasure. Okay, everyone, have a great week, and we'll see you again next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week, we'll be discussing accomplishments,